0: <laughs> Welcome back, friends! Lost Scarf here, and it's time for the newest Kirby's Dreamcast. Here we talk about everything Kirby, from the games to the people behind making Kirby, and the show, Kirby Right Back At Ya. main main throughline to the podcast will be the Kirby Right Back At anime, as it was 100 episodes, but in time we'll go over every single Kirby game and other things like eventually the Kirby Cafe, the Kirby manga, some of the shorts that were made long ago. There's a lot of interesting stuff that Kirby actually has. There's a lot of episodes we can get from Kirby, and it's going to be very interesting talking about them over the years. Also, you should follow us on at Kirby Dreamcast on Twitter. There we'll have occasional tweets about the podcast updates uh, whenever the episodes come up, and retweets like uh, Kirby fan art and things like that. We'll be following plenty of fan artists for Kirby, and it should be a lot of fun doing that. So, as far as news goes, there's nothing big so far. Like right now, it's just Extra Epic Yarn comes out soon. How Labs just had their anniversary. No new game news, though, for Kirby right now at the moment, but as far as Nintendo goes, there is the CEO of Nintendo America, Reggie Fizemi. He is going to retire in April, and he'll be replaced by Doug Bowser. So I guess Mario works for Bowser now, and we might never see a Mario game ever again. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be an interesting time. That's, that's going to be a lot of memes, I'm sure. So this episode's going to be weird for the podcast because of the subject matter. It's going to be shorter than normal because episode 14 of Kirby Right Back Atcha is a clip show episode. So that's going to be different. But something to keep in mind is whenever we do two-parter episodes, we'll be covering them in one episode. So, episode 35 and 36 is the first two-parter episode, and that's going to be an extra long episode for sure. So, expect that when we get there later in the year. It's going to take a while to get there. Also, if you don't know what a clip show is, I should explain that now, and that is... It's when a show does a bunch of flashbacks to earlier episodes, so they don't have to draw or voice new stuff. This is due to budget, or scheduling, or just because they just wanted to save money... A famous example would be Shades of Grey. This is the 48th episode of Star Trek Next Generation. They had to do a clip show because they went over budget on previous episodes. So it was that or just do nothing. And so that's what they did. I've not been able to find a reason why episode 14 is a clip show though. But my best theory is that the episode is there to catch up new viewers. That's my best guess anyway to catch up on the earlier episodes. Because 13 episodes is a normal season size for a lot of people. So after 13 episodes they're like, here's kind of a recap of everything while also having an in-story. And other shows have been recapped in different ways, like, more recently, there's Goblin Slayer with episode 10.5, where they recapped the last 10 episodes. Overlord, they actually did their first season as a kind of a movie? It was just cut together all the bits of it into, like, a 100-minute movie, if I remember correctly. Another version is Mob Psycho 100, where they did a retelling of season 1 from the point of view of Reagan Arataka, which was, you could kind of consider, like, the 13th episode of that season. So just interesting ideas of how to recap a show and Kirby did it way back in 2002 and it's an interesting take on it and you'll see how it goes soon enough. But since the episode is shorter let's take a moment to talk about episode order and it's important for this one as well because the English and Japanese versions have different episode orders and most of the time it has to do with the holidays or because of censorship. Like episode 17 is... For some reason, they decided not to cover that episode until episode 90, I think 93 or 95. I'm not sure why. It has to do with Sir Ibram and Like celebrating their wedding anniversary. And for some reason, they didn't cover that episode until in the 90s. I don't know why it is on that one. Other ones, it's because of, like, guns and things like that. But eventually, they do still cover them just later on in the English series. But for this one, episode 14 takes place right after the New Year's episode. But for the English version, it's the 29th episode, because that's when New Year's actually happens. Like, episode 14, when it came out, was January 5th in Japan. And then, of course, when we have episode 29, it's more around New Year's. So that's what happened there. But the thing is, although with all the shuffling around, for the most part, the episodes are only a little bit out of sync, where the English version is maybe one or two episodes later in their order than the Japanese version. So not too much desyncing there, the ho- but I think the Halloween one is also a desync. And uh, episode 15, which comes up next, was episode 12 in the English version. It's really weird how they just did that. But just know that we're going to follow the Japanese version. And the most egregious one, just mentioning now, was episode 15 and 51, which, since we're doing the Japanese version, you won't see that till the end. Because episodes 95 and 96 in the Japanese version, were episodes 50 and 51 because they decided to make it a Kirby air ride episode kind of thing. They kind of tried to jigger it for that. And so that's what they did, because Kirby's air ride was coming around that time. So it's a bit weird, but it is what it is. But uh, we shouldn't run into too many hiccups. But whenever they do happen because of just translation things, I'll mention them because that's what the show's about. So let's get started already. This is episode 14, The Pillowcase, or in the Japanese version, it's called Face of the Dream Pillow Demon. So the episode opens with King Dedede and Escargoon riding his throne to the throne room. Escargoon notices King Dedede is in a bad mood, well, worse than normal, and wonders why. King Dedede feels like Nightmare Enterprises should be treating him better. He's their number one customer, so he calls them up and demands better treatment, or he'll take his business elsewhere. But how else is he going to get monsters, though? An interesting question there. So the salesman gives King Dedede a complimentary gift. Pillows! King Dedede is, of course, confused as to how useful these pillows will be, but the salesman assures King Dedede... They'll be useful because they make people dream bad dreams. And these pillars are made to specifically give people nightmares of Kirby, which will make them want to get rid of Kirby for King Dedede. And King Dedede says, What a dream! He has a laugh with the salesman and Cargoon. So, there's not a lot of puns here because it's a lot of, uh, retreading. They do make a couple puns, and that's the first one. So this opener, they use recycled footage of the salesman on the TV screen, while in the Japanese version... He's actually dressed up for New Year's still, because, of course, it took place a week after New Year's. So, yeah, for continuity reasons, they, of course, had to cut that out. And in case I don't mention it later, there's going to be flashbacks to the New Year's episode that are going to be cut out of this, because, of course, they are, since the New Year's episode did not come out yet in the English version. So, after the awesome intro, we cut to Kirby's home, where Takori is trying to wake Kirby up, who's been sleeping all day, like the entire day Kirby's been sleeping. He actually gets annoyed with Kirby and kicks Kirby, but it actually does nothing to stop Kirby sleeping. So Decori decides to watch TV, and so begins the recycled animation. So he's watching, he's going to watch the TV, we see Escarguna with Waddle preparing to start channel DDD, but there's new dialogue there. Same animation, new dialogue, and then we get to see King DDD when he did the scene when it was him with the Kirby puppet, but the dialogues changed. And in this dialogue, it's about how uh, the puppet that's Kirby is not getting good sleep, and... Then we get animation of Tiff when she was trying to get her family to stop watching TV, and the family telling him to shush, but in this version, Tiff's saying she doesn't want to hear King Diddy insulting Kirby, and her family's like, how about you shush, we're watching TV. And just, it's weird seeing the same animation, but with new dialogue. It's very weird seeing that. And we cut back to King Dedede saying that Kirby wants everyone to sleep well, so they have free pillows for everyone. And we get new animation there, where it's King Dedede holding pillows, and Escargoon holding pillows. And of course, everyone in town wants a, a pillow. All the all the cappies, all of them want a pillow. And only Tiff is suspicious. Only Tiff, that is it. Everyone else is on board with this. Cut back to Takori, and he's kicking and trying to wake Kirby up. Who doesn't want to wake up? Kirby actually opens his eye for a and like, huh? And then just goes right back to sleep. And of course, sleeping Kirby is incredibly cute. Takori decides, fine, if he doesn't want his own pillow, he'll just go get one for himself and not for Kirby. And then he leaves. Then we cut back to Tiff running over to Midnight's room with the other knights, and they're watching TV, and it's her telling them about how it's got to be a trick, it's got to be a trap. And then I was like, "Well, okay, King DDD does a lot of bad things, but maybe we should give him the benefit of the doubt. He might be straight up with us this time, and not trying to trick us. Who knows? Why not we just try out the pillows?" The animation here is recycled from uh, Channel DDD. Tiff is not happy with it, but in the end, she decides to use the pillows too. So then we cut the nighttime with Tiff sleeping with her head on the pillow, and we see everyone in Cappy Town is using the pillows as well. So we get to see, just, if you want to see how everyone looks when they're sleeping, Tiff, Tufts, or even Ladylike. Uh, the Mayor with his wife, Hana. We get Chief Bookham with Mabel. We get Professor Curio. We get Kawasaki. And so everyone's sleeping. And then King Dedede wonders, Huh, I wonder what these pillows are like. And then he has uh, Escargoon use the pillow first. And then he uses it, because of course, why not? He's just going to use the pillows, too. Also, we see Takori comes back with a special pillow. Kirby doesn't wake up to use it, so Takori uses it himself. And we also see Meta and the Knights sleeping with the pillows as well. So the entire town's asleep. Everyone's asleep, they're using the pillows, and then the pillows get to work. The salesman and enemy are actually laughing and as they're watching the Cappies use the pillows. And they're like, yes, this is going to be great. And the animation's recycled from the first episode. So now the clip show's in full swing. We first see Tiff sleeping, and she's looking like she's having nightmares, because she totally is. And the nightmares are when the octopus monster shows up in the first episode and eats all those poor sheep. She wakes up freaked out and panting in fear, and then Tuff shows up and turns out he was dreaming about it too. Tiff is wondering, what? How are we having the same dream? That's really suspicious. Tuff jumps into Tiff's bed saying, uh, he'll protect her and then he goes to sleep. And she's like, yeah, sure. Okay, Tuff. Okay. Tiff tries not to fall asleep because she's just really suspicious of this. But then she eventually gives in and falls back to sleep on the pillow. She could just sleep without the pillow. I don't know why she still uses it, but she does. And so they have even more terrible dreams. This time, the dream takes place also in the first episode, back when the villagers were talking to Caboo. And Caboo's talking about how there's a Star Warrior that's heading over there because King Didi keeps sending monsters and everything. And then we see Kirby's crash land into the town. And then everyone's reactions to Kirby showing up. And then everyone's reactions to the castle getting destroyed by the octopus monster. This time it forces awake Sir Ibram and Lady Like, and Sir Ibram's thankful Kirby was there, but Lady Like points out that nothing went wrong until Kirby came to town. So here's the thing. Everyone's dreaming about all of this at the same time. That means everyone's dreaming about the Octopus Monster, everyone's dreaming about Kirby showing up, and they're correlating the fact that after Kirby showed up, bad things were happening. But they're not remembering the fact that bad things were happening before Kirby even showed up anyway, because King Dedede likes summoning monsters. And we, get, we are shown in other episodes that King Diddy has been doing stuff to this town forever. But for some reason, they're blaming Kirby now, and the Pillars are helping with that. Next up, we see Chef Kawasaki sleeping and dreaming, and it's about the time Kirby had a hard time in the second episode, when Kirby was trying to be, like, the little waiter boy, and just King Diddy and Escargoon give him a bunch of trouble. All the pain that happens to Kirby, it causes Chef Kawasaki to wake up, because, of course, this was his restaurant, getting wrecked by it. And he thinks, you know what? Kirby's just a source of trouble. So now we have Chef Kawasaki who's not happy about Kirby. And it's going to keep going like this. Next up is the mayor and his wife, Hana. They dream about when Kirby ate everyone's food in episode one. They also dream about when they get hit by lightning by Krakow in episode four. And they wake up screaming. And they're like, wow, Kirby really is a a troublemaker. When he showed up, bad things happen. And Hana's like, well, does anyone really know anything about Kirby? And Mayor mentions, only Tiff and Meta Knight really know much about Kirby. We next see Tiff dreaming again and talking about the Warp Star with Meta Knight. And again, we learn about Nightmare Enterprises, King Dedede, Kirby, and Meta Knight. We're basically getting this big lore dump about all that stuff with the Star Wars and everything. And we're learning again why Meta Knight works for King Dedede, Kirby's origin, and the fact Kirby is 200 years too young. We're not getting anything new from any of this episode. We're just relearning old things, so if you forgot anything. Or, like I said, maybe it's just catching people up with what's going on with this show. But here's what's weird. Very, very weird. After Tiff learns about Kirby in her dream again, she wakes up and she says, "We must destroy Kirby." She starts opening her eyes and her eyes are glowing green, and she keeps saying, "She must destroy Kirby." No, not she must. We must destroy Kirby. She just keeps saying it. We must destroy Kirby. We must destroy Kirby. She realizes what she's saying and snaps out of it. Then Tuff wakes up and he's saying it too. And then Tiff not wakes him up. He's like, "Whoa, what the heck?" This is, why'd you ruin my dreams? Like, we were dreaming about wanting to kill Kirby. He's like, oh, oh, that's not good. <laughs> the funny thing is you can't see Tuff's glowing green eyes because he's got his hair on the way, as always. So Tiff realizes the pillows must be causing nightmares and making people want to destroy Kirby. Meta and the Knights show up, and they tell Tiff that, yeah, she is indeed correct. And then Tiff is worried. So my assumption is these pillows are very effective unless you have strong mental ability, or you just have a good link with Kirby where that you would not want to destroy Kirby. Which, this actually says something about the other villagers, because they. next scene, we cut to Kirby's house, and everyone's outside his house wanting to destroy Kirby. In unison, they all say, we must destroy Kirby, and their eyes are all glowing green. Tiff gets everyone's attention, and as Meta and his knights cut open their five pillows to reveal the pillows contain naughties. These are these little orange guys with Santa hats on their heads. Or you can say, like, Link's hat as well. And they have these big eyes, and they're just these little guys. Now... Naughty is actually from Kirby's games since Kirby's Adventure. Whenever Kirby eats a Naughty, he actually gets the sleep ability and falls asleep for a while, which leaves him open for attacks. Here it looks like they can be used for dream-based schemes, and that's what they did right here. The appearance of the Naughty snaps everyone out of their hypnotized state, and the Knights cut up more pillows. Everyone gives up their pillows, even Escargoon. King Dedede, of course, hits Escargoon with his pillow for giving up on their plan, but once all the Naughties are freed, they leave as a group. So everyone's outside the house. So, what this confirms is everyone else is easily suggested to that Kirby's not a good person. Which is not great for Kirby, because Kirby is a good little boy. That's very unfortunate. Just the ones who are able to get out of it are Tiff, Meta Knight we assume, and hopefully his knights as well. Tuff wasn't able to get out of it, Tiff had to knock him out of it. So that's very worrying about where everyone's standing with Kirby is. But then, Kirby's door opens up, because Tiff's worried about Kirby, and Decori opens the door and he reveals that Kirby has been sleeping all day with a regular pillow, so he's fine, while takori has been having nightmares with a special pillow. So Takori's also affected, but we see that Takori is not green-eyes and not wanting to kill Kirby, which means potentially he has a good connection with Kirby as well, which is why he hasn't tried to do anything at this point, or he just, you know, hates Kirby as normal, so he wasn't affected. So everyone rushes in and they see Kirby sleeping peacefully, which is incredibly cute. But King Dedede isn't happy about that, though. So he puts a pillow under Kirby's head, because that's Takori's pillow, the last one they got. And everyone just stands there and watches him. They just watch King Dedede do it. Like, everyone doesn't stop King Dedede unless he really affects them. So then we can see Kirby having nightmares, and it's all of Kirby's beatings. All of them. We see every beating Kirby has taken between episode 1 and episode 9 of the show. So when he fought the Octopus Monster, when he fought Blocky, when he fought... When he got beat up by Meta Knight, uh, when he's fighting uh, Bugsy from that episode as well, when he got beat up by Krakow, they cut out uh, footage of the New Year's episode fight, which of course would be 13. That's why I'm I'm saying up to 9, not 13. We also have when uh, Professor Curio had that big statue, that thing beating up on Kirby, that's in there as well. So all of Kirby's beatings, all the way up to episode 9, are in this nightmare. Oh, also, Episode 9 is the FOFA factor when Kirby gets cut in half, so that's there too. And when Kirby gets cut in half in his nightmare, he wakes up screaming and runs out of the house. Kirby then stops and turns around to see everyone saw him do this, and they're all having a good laugh, while Midnight is cutting open the last pillow to reveal the last naughty. So everyone's laughing at Kirby. Everyone's laughing at his misery, and then Kirby makes this angry look, like the same one he made at the jump rope in in Episode 2, and everyone just keeps laughing. In the end, Kirby's anger subsides, and he happily jumps to everyone. He's like, oh, I can't be mad at you guys, like, kind of thing like that. It's such a weird episode. That's the end. That's the end of the episode. It's such a weird episode. And, yeah, it's, it's weird. Now, you might notice I didn't mention Chief Bookham or Professor Kuro. That's because their episodes were cut, either for time or because of censorship, especially Chief Bookham's, because his were cut because of the bu- guns that were in his scene. And like I said before, the New Year's episode stuff was cut out because they don't have New Year's yet in this episode for the English version, and let's see, anything else to note would be, uh, no, I already said, so footage from the first nine episodes are in here. I would have said the first 13 of the New Year's episode was in there. There's nothing from episode 10, nothing from episode 11, or 12, but everything up to episode 9 and episode 13, there's footage of in this clip show episode. So that right there is the clip show episode, and as far as I know, it's the only clip show episode, and now we need to get ready... For the next episode, which is episode 15. And it's The Tale of a Boy and His Dog. This episode is considered by many to be the best episode of the entire show. And I see why. It's a very strong episode. It's a very intense episode. And we'll go over that next episode. So, get ready for that one. If you know which episode it is, oh my god. it's This is going to be quite an episode to talk about. Oh, man. It's, a uh, Ooh. Episode 15. Like, when you see the... When you see the thumbnail for episode 15 when that one comes out, you have a good idea what's going on with that episode, and it is it is quite the thing. So that right there is the episode. As always, you can find our episodes on YouTube and Podbean, and eventually other places. The difference between YouTube and Podbean is that there are some visuals uh, to enjoy in the episode, but I try my best to ex- describe everything that's going on so you don't have to watch the podcast, so you can just only listen to it, because it is a podcast. If you have any feedback or want to talk to us, please send them over to at Kirby Dreamcast on Twitter. So that right there is the end of the episode. I had fun talking, and I hope you had fun watching and or listening. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by, and see you next time.